everyone's good. To uh, recap what happened last session, broken loss. You'll have returned to uh, Mendeleev to learn what had been going on. It seems that the Viscount had some type of pressure going up against him, causing him to lose his position, and possibly was looking at some form of <coughs> punishment up to the level of treason. Did we learn that? Yes. Priestess. Priestess told us that. And that shortly after, and shortly after he was combined to his private home in the Quarter Moon District, many men in the army or militia that were loyal to him began pushing for a coup, which is what caused Meliodas to be summoned back so quickly. During the coup, they quickly started taking over checkpoints in the city to gain control, as well as looking for a little bit of a vendetta. Apparently, the Viscount has against the vibrant vagrants, killing many of your servants, destroying your house and burning it to dust. Luckily, Mel was able to get there and help rescue a few of them and get them back to the castle safely. Those y'all quickly started gathering information what's going on in the city and realizing in your current state that y'all will be more of a hindrance on the battlefield than a help. I've agreed to go ahead and finish what long rest y'all have and instead make plans and gather resources. With the aid of Zataz, and a bit of a minor blessing from the uh, priestess, you gathered yourselves up and teleported to Levia, or Zataz's home city, where y'all get to be introduced to his mother and father, told of his siblings, and then, well, had Melodius quickly tended to while everyone started to scatter to explore this new, very noisy city. I believe we left off with uh, Zataz had gone to his father to assist with the project they were working on, as well as Evelyn, Ithlowen, and Ricky went to the local hospital to gain more information on what Tavi might be actually going through. So, Evelyn, this uh, very scrawny gentleman is uh, leading you back towards the steamless, as he tells you the uh, laboratory that you're going to is about another 10 floors up. So if I go along, Mike? Ah, oh, you, you're all welcome to come. There's no issue with that. You know, uh, friends are always a good thing whenever you're messing around up there. You sure you want to do this, Mike? I know. That's Oh, there's nothing to worry about. I told you the uh, device is certified safe for uh, human testing. Human testing. He's clearly not looking at everyone when he says that. But human why? testing. He is not human. Human enough. Oh Humanoid. Humanoid. Oh my god, Ben. We're waiting. <laughs> and the fact that you rolled it, oh my god, Vin. <laughs> I think they're just waiting for them to continue. <laughs> does, after Ricky asks that, does um, Hevlon just continue forward or do they respond? Yeah, continue forward. Okay. 
Gets you on the steam list like before, a little steam bot asks for the floor, tells you to hold on as he slams the lever up, rocking you up the ten floors and then stopping dead. As he leaves you all off, it's a bit more compressed in this floor as he tries to explain this is one of the laboratory floors where every inch is highly prized, and so the hallways are narrow, the rooms are very well planned. As he leads you down this corridor, he eventually opens up into a sizable uh, two-part room where the side you're stepping into is clearly an observatory side where you can see what looks like many levers, switches, dials meant to control the machine, but you can see through uh, paneled glass in the laboratory room. And looking at it, you can see what looks like the entire back wall is made up with machines, diodes, you can see electrical cords coursing throughout the whole room. And in front of this massive wall, the very bottom center is a small chair with what looks like some apparatus that locks onto the head. <laughs> oh, my, uh, explorer of new avenues of life. We just need you to go ahead and head in there and we'll begin prepping you for the device. Are you sure this is safe? It's been approved for testing, so yes. yes. For testing? Yes. I think the worst we ever had out of this so far is someone didn't wake up for a few days. A few days? Yes. Hmm. Yes, all of the effects on this are currently uh, temporary. So there's nothing long term that you have to worry about. How many, insight how many days are we talking about? Go ahead and roll insight. Well, um. Just think for a moment. I mean, it could be more than a week. The peach ones are stupid. Um, 17. 17? He doesn't seem to be lying about it being long term, from what you can tell. <clears throat> oh, Evelyn, we don't have a week. We have three days. Hmm. It's true. All right, where do we begin? Simple, simply easy, no problem. So you want to have you come over here. Uh, you need to wash your head here in this basin, make sure it's nice and clean, and you know, no perfumes or anything. Uh, once we get that done, I'm going to uh, take these little shears here. I'm going to just take away a little bit of fur around your uh, temples and the back of your head as well, just so that way it makes good skin contact. We want it to, you know, be secure. All right. And. Um, you don't have any phobias about locks, do you? All right, no. that's that. Good, good. <laughs> and then he has you uh, uh, get situated in the observatory room where, you know, there's a few chairs where you can tell that this is clearly where, you know, students or other uh, interested parties would come in, sit down, take notes, and watch what's happening without being able to interfere. After it's all said and done, he has you uh, change into what looks like a simple white gown. Just for posterity's sake, of course. We wouldn't want anything to happen to your clothes. Oh, uh, you might want to remove the piercings. I'm not really sure if the metal will work well. Uh, I don't know. These piercings. Oh, well. <laughs> I guess I'll pull the piercing out of my tongue. I mean, if they don't come out, I'm sure it'll be fine, but. It's going to take about 10 minutes. <laughs> you got time while I power the machine up. Remove all the piercing from my face and ears. 
Holy shit. Yeah, that's a... That's a lot. Actually, I have a list 11 facial ear piercings. The tongue one. 11 earrings. Damn. 23? Oh, 20 earrings, sorry. Don't forget ones that you don't mention. (laughs) (laughs) Don't have those. I was about to ask. (laughs) He does offer you some uh, bowls to help keep them sorted if you need to, or at least just keep them together. While you're doing that, he goes in there and you can see him messing with levers and buttons and you know, you can hear energy begin to course into the machine as it slowly starts humming to life. It's like, all right, come come over here. And leads you over to that chair, which is immediately noticeable you're a little bit small for. And he's like, ah, comes back with some books, sets it down on there. (laughs) (laughs) You're very thoughtful, We didn't really build the chair to be adjustable. The future model will be. So I sure will. Hop up there, would you? Okay, I'll um, hop onto the book. Alright, uh, put your hands on both of those little uh, uh, round caps there that are uh, on the side. Make sure your feet are. Well, this is adjustable, so he gets down and adjusts like little footrests up to your bare paws. Oh. Good. Make sure you hold on, and you see him reach over and pull a lever, and you feel clasps on your ankles and wrists. Don't worry, this is uh, purely for your own safety. Uh, there's going to be a lot of energy coursing through this room, and if it does react with you in a non-natural way, we don't want you flailing about and hurting yourself. Ricky's giving you a worry look. <laughs> I'm giving you a worry look. Do it now! Now, then we'll get this down. He pulls down the helmet apparatus and pulls it down onto your head and begins strapping it on. You can feel it cold metal hitting those points on you, and he's ratcheting it in. Height. Yeah, I can't. And I was like, alrighty, now, um, things are going to be dark for a moment, but don't worry, you'll be fine. Um, you don't have to worry too much. It'll only be mm, five minutes or so, and this will be done. So, uh, if you would, go ahead and close your eyes. Alright. And then you feel, you all see, like, there's an extra oh, only piece. Only like, Yeah, piece that folds down and secures your eyes closed. <laughs> And like, it basically looks like this entire section of his head is completely covered in the apparatus at this point. <laughs> and he's like, oh, can't forget this. And you see him grab another strap that goes under your chin so you can't open your mouth. And, he's, and he tells you, he's like, this is so you don't bite your tongue off. Mm-hmm. Noted as I'm doing messages. Noted. As you also notice, it's made of leather, meaning it was a recent addition. Uh, my, I, I don't remember uh, the model using my time of uh, acquiring all this. Well, as I uh, informed you earlier, that was a prototype model that was discontinued. It uh, was meant for more mobile, mobile testing, but we found that reducing it down to such a degree is what caused the issues. This is the full-scale model that was developed many iterations after that model. Much safer, much more controlled, and without a doubt, a lot less permanent. I have no clue what he has in store. <laughs> I don't either. And of course, you watch it, so in the next few minutes, he begins adjusting, adjusting some equipment in the room again, and you can see energy 
start to uh, pick up in the room as many of the diodes start flashing as energy is building, and you can hear steam in the room just beginning to make it look a bit human in there. As he slowly steps out, pulls the door, secures it, and goes over to the control panel, you can hear through a weird <laughs> speaker somewhere in the room a, a slightly distorted robotic version of voice. It's like, okay, uh, Evelyn, we're going to be starting this up in a moment. Just remember to stay calm, relax, and just, you know, happy thoughts. You would be able to see it because there's not really a door between the observer, observatory room and the control room. The, way, the hair he's has, he lifts it up in the back and pulls it forward, and you can see what looks like a clear skull full of clockwork bits that are ticking and chiming and going about, and he pulls out some wires and begins plugging them into the back of his head. What? What? Alrighty. And then you see him pull up a weird little metal thing. He's all speaking to it earlier, but he folds it up and adjusts it to him. He flips a switch and he says, uh, This is recording. Subject uh, Evelyn is here for testing of the mental, mental correction device. This is uh, going to follow the category 19 of test 43. This is going to see about mental stability and the corrective natures of one's mental fortitude. Evelyn has agreed to any changes and understands that the risks involved are primarily the temporary variety, but has also signed off that if something permanent does incur, that we are not going to be held liable. Compensation is listed at the end of testing as they will be provided a free meal as well as a small monetary gain of 50 gold. <laughs> Machine is powering up and I will be activating it momentarily, recording notes as we see adjustments on the vitals. And at this you see him reach over, grab a large dial and just slowly begin turning it as Evelyn, I want you to make a wisdom save. For as the power begins humming up the room, you feel a slight shock of electricity, and the world just seems to alter for you. You do have your daily. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that might help that. And you have to take the second. Yeah, it's a reroll. Worse. And that one with a two. Oh, shit. A one to a two. And that one. Up to a two. <laughs> it's an improvement. <laughs> Actually, it was a. <laughs> I rolled a five the first time, so. Oh. Your wisdom save is plus one? Yep. <clears throat> so that's that one for a total two. As this energy begins coursing through you, you find the black world of your closed eyes beginning to shift and colors begin to form through it. And at a moment, you will find yourself having certain clarity. It's weird. You're not sure. You try to speak to your other half, but you don't get a response. Instead, it's like they're mimicking you, like a half a second off. Mm. And you find that what they're thinking is also what you're thinking. Back to Ricky, you see him, he slowly turns the dial up to what about appears to be about 40%, as he seems to have turned his head and is thinking about something. Subject Evelyn is uh, 
responding well to the initial treatments of a mental alignment and adjusting for stability. Forty percent seems to be the safe threshold for their mind. We don't want to stress it much. And now we'll begin the object orientation of the mental faculties to see if we can pull them into a more standardized agreement with social norms and acceptability. <laughs> with this, you see them click a few buttons and then grab a lever and begin slowly pushing it all the way to the top. Give me another wisdom save. I don't know if that worse is better or not. Thirteen. happens you feel the heavy jolt jerk and you find yourself fighting against the restraints a little bit. Less, you know, out of panic and just more of your body is naturally getting jerked by the electricity. Right. And you find your thoughts altered. In ways you've not had them follow in some some years. Hard to describe it. You're not really sure. It's almost like your view on life is being rewound to a certain degree, changed to a more innocent time. And cuts back to him. It's like subjects' realignment seems to be progressing well. Now, their mind is still stable, though we are beginning to see convulsions in the body. This insinuates that. Uh, the doctors agreed assessment of a smaller physical form cannot withstand the higher percentages of powers necessary. Stepping into the last area of this, we will be working on <clears throat> better clarity in one's mental attributes. If this is successful, as uh, the doctor has proposed, it will allow one to be more open about themselves and expressive in their uh, needs and desires. And then you watch him reach over, grab a lever. <laughs> you yank him down, and as it does, give me another wisdom save. As you feel your mind beginning to give completely into what's happening, and your body is just like your fingers are fully splayed out, and you can just feel yourself pushing as hard as you can against those restraints. Twelve. All right. Oh, bad at wisdom saves. <laughs> I missed the second one. Thirteen. Thirteen. <laughs> so it was a two. Thirteen. Twelve. Mm -hmm. At this point, as the changes begin to happen to you, you start to black out. Oh. And shortly after you begin blacking out, Ricky Kim goes like, subject is not reacting well, Can't ending the test now to prevent any type of physical or mental harm. And you see him pull those levers back down, begin turning back the dials and flicking several buttons as the hum in the room slowly begins to die. You see him reach up, unplug those cords, wrap them back up where they're supposed to be, fold his hair back down. Now then, uh, Ricky, you believe? Right. Yes, let's go in there and see how uh, our subject, your friend Evelyn, feels after, uh, well, some mental testing. Okay. So he goes in there and begins pulling everything off. And at this point, you notice Evelyn's unconscious. Mm -hmm. Slowly, you know, pulls the lever again to release the locks, gets the apparatus fully off you. You can see what looks like almost like, not quite bruising or burning, but like a tenderness 
to the places the helmet connected to the skin. And so, no, he did pass out. Worry not. Pulls a small bottle from his pocket, pops it open. Did they lose any HP? Shakes it on his thumb a little bit and then takes his thumb and rubs it on the bottom of his nose as you are greeted with a, the most revolting <laughs> sensation as it burns and s- just the stench snaps you instinctively away. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that there, but uh, you know, we don't need you sleeping on the job. So, how do you feel? Is things different? Did you tell him how it changes? As you come, t- as you finally come to, Evelyn. For the next 10 days, you are neutral good. Okay. And you are incapable of lying. It's different. It's like your minds have been pushed closer together. Mm. You can sense Eve is there, but it's like she's on the exact same wavelength as Vin now. And so anytime you're thinking or speaking or something, it's like they're just mimicking. Okay. You can still feel her present, but it's like your minds have really been pushed almost back to being one. I feel really good, actually. Oh, oh, excellent. Excellent. It's kind of scary looking in there. It's kind of worried about it, but glad you're doing well. Um, uh, what's the what's the most notable difference for you, Mike? Yes, please tell. I'd love to write this all down. I don't know. There's something about the my perspective that seems to be more positive. I I don't have that tinge in the back of my head that makes me want to stab the nearest person. Huh. Interesting. Does this mean there's no V even Vin? It's just Vin right now? There's still two separate entities in him. It's just now there's no need to communicate because what one knows, the other one immediately knows as well. Right. You just roll a bit higher. I <laughs> know <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad in those rolls. You would have become one individual. For at least ten days. Um What's let's go. I didn't know that you felt that way about people, but um, oh, every day, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially Ethelin. Oh, what? What is she? What is she? Well, she. Well, what is she doing? Right? She, she's fine. She's an elf. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> I hate elves. Ricky, kind of glancing at the. <laughs> Oh, not anymore, though. I'm, well, no, I don't I'm have an that. Elf. Just modeled after one. Modeled? Yes. Oh, you're not actually an elf. Interesting. No. What are uh, you? I thought y'all knew that. <laughs> are you... What are you? I'm just I'm curious. I'm a uh, clockwork automaton assistant. Oh. Modeled after uh, my creator. Oh, that's, huh. that's really cool, man. Um, how does it... Well, what's... Um, well, from your observation, what's different between uh, being an automatron and being um, an elf or something else? Well, I don't need to sleep. 
which is good, but I do have to go to my winding chair at least uh, every other day. Hmm. Well, that's cool. I mean, it'd be nice not to have to sleep, but... Yeah, sleep is definitely something of true interest to me. It's made this field of psychology the most exciting thing for me to work and assist in. Well, I suppose everything's all right, so... Well, yeah, you will. <clears throat> well, I guess uh, now I guess we all eat. Well, of course. Uh, well, I'm going to be busy, because I need to consolidate these notes and the information I've gained. Uh, here are some vouchers, as he hands you both uh, some vouchers to the uh, mess hall downstairs. It should let you have anything on the menu. Uh, it's decent. Uh, I don't know what you eat. I think today's special is going to be some type of uh, steak, but uh, they do have a large variety of... Uh, Starches and vegetables and candies, desserts. Oh. And other than that, for you, Evelyn, and yeah. we'll have a small pouch and hands to you, your uh, hint. Oh, well, thank you. Yes, uh, the mess hall is on the uh, third floor, on the third floor. So uh, just let the little uh, elevator man know and he'll take you straight there. Well, I hope that uh, helped you out in your research. Oh, absolutely. Learned much. Having a non-human subject is uh, very enlightening. And it lets me push for further calls to get gnomes in here. I'm very curious how they will respond to uh, mental alignment and uh, deviations. Well, hopefully they can handle it. Well, they got more books, so I'm sure I can fit them in. <laughs> All right, well, Ricky, <coughs> shall we uh, go eat before we head yeah, back to... Uh, well, I'm, I mean, I don't want to miss out on a meal, so yeah, why not? Um, we're here, and you're better, and so I, th I see that as a good means to celebrate the meal. Yeah. Yes. I had a feeling I could only get better from that, so considering my state. As the DM laughs <laughs>, <laughs> Hmm? Yeah. What are the side effects? Right, it wears so off. I guess uh, we'll find out in 10 days. <laughs> <laughs> we'll head back down to uh, the mess hall. Then. Yeah, I don't know if you'll be to the hospital, but they have a pretty much simple setup. You know, you grab a tray, go over, you can talk to the uh, cooks, and they can either scoop out what you like or cook something a little bit more unique for you. But they have a large variety of drinks, snacks, and meals that they pretty much prep on hand throughout the day. Probably load up on vegetables, starches, and sweets. Hmm. I'll hand the voucher. Hmm. Anything you want that fits on the plate. Thank you. Yeah. If it fits, you get to eat it. How this one works. Leaving you all there for now to enjoy your meal and discuss the new perspective on life Evelyn has again. We'll go to Zataz, so at this point it's getting around 10, 11 a.m. You're finishing up the project uh, realignment on the solar crystal device with your father. Rory tells you that uh, he's going to stay here and monitor it, uh, but you're free to do whatever you like. And again, he's still thankful that you came here to help with this. Of course, I would have let him know about the uh, rising and setting of the sun being off. Mm. That is the most 
unusual. We'll it, check into that. Is it the 22nd? No, so it's still the 21st. Yeah, the 21st. Okay. It is this now is the, the morning of the 21st. Mm-hmm. Again, technically it would be the afternoon, Back evening, evening, almost midnight. Once it hits noon here, it's going to be midnight of the 21st of our time. Uh-huh. But no, we get another chance to relive this <laughs> fucking day. Sorry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I only have to live this day twice. Yes, so we'll check into this. It's most unusual. Never shifted before. No, it's what I was able to discern. That brings many ideas. Some men were talking about weather acting more. Winter coming sooner than expected. It's the same in, um, I don't remember the name of the other continent. Middle Yeah, there. Hmm. Well, you're here on business, so enjoy yourself. I'm sure your brothers will be home soon. It would be nice to see them. Look, see yourself out. I've got too much to record. Just uh, see you at home this evening, Father. Mm-hmm. See you there, son. When I head back to the house. Of course, when you get back to the house, it's of no surprise at all to see that um, three members of your party have vanished. Mm-hmm. But you do see that Mel has seemed to have passed out in the uh, kitchen counter bar area. Just kind of, you know, slumped over. Your mom had placed a blanket around him and tucked him in a little bit. As she's over there, she's over there uh, prepping a much larger lunch than she normally would and making plans for dinner. Hello, mother. Oh, you're back so soon. Just, I was to, I was able to assist in getting the solar crystal aligned, mostly. Ah, most wonderful. Your father speaks that. If this is working, it could be a new type of lighting device for expanding the city down. As long as they continue to figure out the movement of the sun, <coughs> it should be no problem. That is most good. Well, lunch will be ready soon. Um, do you know where your other friends have wandered off to? Um, no, but I can find out. Okay, well, that's... Uh, no rush, we still have some time before lunch is ready. But just let them know that food will be ready for them now. And now we'll cast sending. The third level. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ooh, the burnout. Mm-hmm. Gotta roll my D8. That's a two. Twenty-five. Four times the spell level of damage. Damn. So it's twelve. Oh, is it third? You said yeah. Yeah. said four times. That's twelve points of damage. Didn't know you had to use the third level slot. Yeah, Cindy's third. Yeah, Cindy's the third level spell. I think it's second for some reason. Chatter is second. I'm killing everyone with me. 
Now I'm down to a D6 on burnout. And I will send it to Ricky. Uh, Ricky, is, um, are you guys okay? Um, where are you? Are you going to be able to find your way back? We are okay. We just took a visit to the hospital. We could probably use some help. The trains are complex. <laughs> Based on where they are, and my knowledge of the city from currently, what, eight, nine years ago? Mm-hmm. Also, you were around when the Aarakocras gave them directions to the... Mm-hmm. You know would I know at? how long it would take them to get back, either via train or by foot? You know, based on what you remember where the hospital is, and assuming the city hasn't done too much changes in the area between here and there, on foot would probably be a little bit easier, but you're looking at about a 45 to an hour walk, whereas the train, which would require several uh, uh, transitions, uh, could get them back in less than 30 minutes. If they know how to transition. Cast sending again. That was a three on my burnout. So I'm good. No burnout this time. So Ricky wants more. Um, it would be easier to walk back. It's complicated and confusing for the transitions on the train. Um, the, uh, what'd you call them again? Hmm. The lantern Lots. things? Steam bots. Yeah. Uh, the steam bots can help you get back. We don't have a family name. No, but you'd have a general idea of what you could tell them to tell the steam bots. Yeah, your would. address. And I would. You basically give them your address. Pretty much. Anybody's <laughs> pulling up on Google Maps. Right <laughs> <laughs> no, Steam on bots Steam on. Bots. Not Google Maps, Steam Bots. You want to pull it up on Steam Bots. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and, and, so, and then you told us your, your address, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, basically, yeah, like... All right, uh, we'll be on our way, and uh, I'll tell the rest. So we just got to, so Zataj just told me his address, uh, or his location, and we just got to talk to the CMOTs to get to where we need to go. Apparently it's easier on foot than taking the train because, well, trains, I guess. He would have to tell you about 40 different stops to change through. <laughs> and you probably have to ride each train for about 20 to 30 stops, transfer probably about 17 to 20 times. Yeah. Yeah, the city, the train that y'all got on was the primary public one, which is why the air cooker directed y'all to that one. But it only it's goes more predictable in how it travels. But to get back home without taking that one that does a full loop of the city every 24 hours, you would have to transition with the other uh, sub trains that work within the quarters. Question, is, you said every 24 hours, does it literally take 24 hours to make the complete loop, or? Wow. Wow. Um, yeah. And the reason the stations are, so, are named so whimsically is because they, they adjust the public transit whenever a new section of the city is added. Another question, are there multiple cars that go around? Okay. Yeah, there is, a, each train has another one following it one hour behind. 
So okay. then that massive truck has 24 train cars on it. Okay. This place has gotten big since the last time I was here. This place is mm -hmm. much bigger since yeah. when Izzy was here years ago. Back when I was here, there was only 20, 20 cars on the track. <laughs> because of the condition of this world, it's more beneficial for a city to be condensed versus expanded. Mm -hmm. It's harder to build wider and wider walls. And of course, my mother, if she's paying attention, would probably see me kind of lean over the table when I cast it in. I'm now at two hit points. Ah. That one hurt. <laughs> I went from 13 hit points of one temporary to two hit points. Jeez. Hurry for 10. She offers you a nice warm drink. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Did you have to roll a constitution save to see if you maintain concentration? You technically did take damage. Oh, no. DC oh, no. You go to let you fly in front of you, Dude, DC was half DC or 10, whichever's higher. Yeah. No. Oh, no. I took 12 points 10. of damage, so I would have to roll a, ten, a 6 or 10, whichever's higher. So it's 10. Oh, Animal Warcaster. 18 plus my con. Yeah. 22. Yeah, you're not likely you're going to fail that easily outside. No, I'm a Warcaster, <laughs> so I have advantage on that. <laughs> you got to roll like double ones or double threes. Yeah. yeah. I would have had to have rolled a five or lower. Good, you didn't scare your mama. No, I didn't scare my mama. Thank God. She, she, her response would have changed from "you look awful" to "you look like death." Yeah. <laughs> you do not look so well. Enjoy some warm drink and rest yourself. Yes, I think I stay until Mel wake up. Then Mel and I are going to go shopping. Okay. <clears throat> yes, the. the uh, like Medic said that uh, he would need to take a bit of time to adjust to his legs soon, so just make sure he's back before uh, sunset. That way they can begin procedures. Mm -hmm, of course. Oh, yay for the leg that Mel does not want to get. For now, I This would be the leg you asked for. I didn't ask for one. It's a functional leg because they don't need to. Until you take yours healed. Yeah, got a crutch. It's a mechanical crutch now. So for now, I'll just sit at home, drink the whatever the hell it is my mother gave me, waiting for my siblings to get back and waiting for Mel to Which will be an hour unless you wake him. I won't. So Taz kind of knows that you kind of want to be alone. Mm -hmm. Well, no, he's just so fucked. He's just sleeping. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so does just sit at the table across from Also, I mean, my little nubbin. Yeah. I'm so, like half dressed, freezing. Yeah, so the Taz will be sitting at the table across from you, just sipping on the tea, waiting for the rest of his family and you guys to arrive. I'm laughing because, like, I'm picturing the, the, the scene because, like, there's, like, Mel, like, uh, and then the Taz, like, uh. <laughs> Pretty much. Except for Mel, I, I picture Mel being leaned forward and the Taz being leaned back because I'm sipping tea. Yeah, I think he's on his, like, holding onto his crutch, so trying not to fall asleep. Yeah. It's about 30 minutes later. Um, yes. Ricky, by the way, I think we've forgotten the main reason why we're here. We need to go get stim packs. All right, um, yes, we do need to do that. There's actually one thing I want to do, um, kind of want to do, you have money on you still? I have 50 gold now. <laughs> and I six guess we should, 
Nice. And six platinum. Mm-hmm. Um, well, um, we're in tinkle. I guess we should focus on, on getting some packs right now. Alright. I can't carry much more though. Okay. Um, I can I can use the Warpinger's Rod and uh, carry some more. Alright. Or maybe I can lose some things. Um, Quick note. Did any of you guys grab Meliodas' armor? Because he didn't. I thought someone. I thought Zatas did. Someone said they did because I do remember that. That sounds familiar. I Zatas did not. So then. I think Ithilwyn did. Okay. Some, so yeah, that, that Cause sounds Zatas did. Because otherwise, yeah. it because it was in the room. Yeah. Y'all never got it, yeah. so they would have had to gone into the room. Because at first to get it, it was uh, what's his name carrying it, and I think Ithilwyn grabbed it. No one was carrying it. it no, was, what's his name? The guy that was Zaren was Zaren sitting with it, oh. sitting beside it, but it was just left in that yeah, room. I think I think Ithilwyn grabbed it if I remember correctly. I do remember someone grabbed it because they stated. That, uh, they said that we should get yeah. it repaired, but I don't remember anyone saying they grabbed it, is what I'm saying. I'm saying I do remember someone saying that they grabbed it. Because okay. we were talking about getting it repaired here, because here is a lot of metal work. Yeah, those people are really good with metal here. Mm-hmm. So it's here. Because I know all the rest of Meliodas and stuff is still in that room. It's here. You two looking for uh, somewhere in this yes. hospital to buy some stem packs and yes, I'll stop in there as person like yes, sir or madam. Yes. Um, no one can find more of these. Oh, uh, go down. Down. First floor. First floor. Turn right at the reception desk. Okay. Continue down the hall. All right. Left side. Okay. You will see sign that refers to a storage shop. Storage shop. If they have any extras of those, they can sell them there. All right. <laughs> Following the directions leading down there, waving at the two halflings as they're still dealing with people at reception. We'll continue down to, you do find a little sign, storage shop. You go in here, you can see what, well, what you can just really only describe as a storage room turning to a makeshift overstock shop, where they have crates of different items and things, and a few individuals that seem to just routinely be going through verifying inventory. And as you come in, a, uh, another halfling gets up and says, Oh, um, what can I bid for you? Yes, we're here to get some stim packs. Oh. Get these things right here. You see? Mm. Yes, sir. Mm, modeled in there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we do have a few. Spares on hand that we can sell you. It's a bit pricey. Can I ex- um, do my part exchange some uh, uh, healer's kits uh, for some, like, to reduce the price a bit? Well, let me see. Uh, can I see one of those kits? Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. Things going through it, picking part. Oh, yes, yeah, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're a bit full up on them, so I can't really give you a. Uh, much credit for them. Okay. But uh, it was a good idea. If you had uh, something else that was uh, good for healing, uh, we can definitely work out a trade there. And you know, um, we're always looking to get our hands on more, uh, more anything really. Keep our shelves full. It's a good day for the hospital if the overstock room is full. Hmm. 
But uh, give me a moment and we'll see how many we have available. Quick as he pops down, rushes back into the shelves, the areas, and just you coming back with a small little box. It opens it up, and you can see it looks like he has six of them. Hmm. This is our current uh, spare. It uh, appears to be a uh, military took uh, a purchase, large purchase, earlier in the week. So uh, we can sell these to you at uh, 50 gold apiece. Oof. Yeah. I guess we can get one of them. Now we can get all of them. I thought it was 50 gold. Oh, that's right. So am I. Uh, yeah. Um. Boy, I thought you had... You had enough two. I have six platinum and Which 50 gold. Six platinum is so six platinum gold. 60 gold. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I have enough right. two. Two. I only get two, sorry. Last campaign it was a hundred per... Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we can get two. Um, we'll take two. Okay. Pull them out. You see him grab his inventory sheet. Make the adjustment on it. Alright, and uh, here's a coin. 50 gold, 65 platinum. Takes it, counts it out. You see him put it in a strong box under the counter. Yeah. Is there anything else I can help you with? There you go, Ricky. Alright. Um, That's one slot. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm, I'm actually just going to. I'll go ahead and hand over two healer kits for free. Oh, we will happily accept them, but we don't do free. So uh, as is given, he gives you five gold back. Oh. So that should be enough. No, hurry up, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for your business. Oh, absolutely. You know where to find us, I assume. Yes. Well, thank you. All right, and we'll, we'll head out and back to uh, the front of the building, I guess. So just following Zataz's directions? Yes. Roll me a percentile, one of you two. I shall do it. I gave them directions! <laughs> yes. <laughs> How good are they following them and they see that they are I told them to ask the steam bots. Mm-hmm. 18. 18? On a percentile? Yeah, that's 18. Wow, uh, roll oh, D10. Fuck. A roll D10? Yeah. Two. <laughs> 200 miles away from what you were trying to do. Oh, it just takes two hours longer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. So what you was originally going to be a rough hour walk to your back because of a few misunderstood directions from these squeaky steam bots 
uh, slightly distracted by sights that pull you off. It ends up being almost two and a half hours to get back. Okay. And actually, to kind of add to that, part of the two and a half perhaps could be uh, something at a stand. Um, I would like to see if I can make a purchase. Um, maybe a little trinket. Why, of course, good sir. We are here to make our customers happy. What is it you in the mood for? Um, do you have any uh, mechanical flowers? Hmm, let's see. This time of the year, those aren't usually popular. So let's see. Ah, here we go. It's nothing fancy, but and he sets up what looks like a brass flower with a little pot and everything. And you can clearly see it's mechanical and a bit dusty, but polished. So you just take this little thing here, put it the bottom, twist, and you see it kind of starts doing this repeated blooming closing as you hear what sounds like a small chiming coming on the inside as it seems to tick off a small tune. This was very popular some months ago. Uh, it's still in great condition, a little bit dusty. If you'd like it, I'm willing to part with it for a fair price. Uh, how much are we looking at? I am looking at, hmm, I like some competent fellows. I'll let it go for six and a half gold. Um, let me do it for five. Hmm, you sure you can't do at least five and a half? I mean, it has been, you know, uh, this is probably the last one you're going to see till next year. I have a platinum. Okay. Um, we can have it. Thank you. Um, thank you very much, everyone. So then, um, I guess I have a platinum now. Oh, you have a platinum? Well, if you're going to pay me a platinum, it's yours. Well, uh, can I have some change for that, please? <laughs> ah, yes, yes, yes. Of course, of course. He gives you uh, your <laughs> five silver back and the uh, four gold. <laughs> Hands you the four, so four gold and five silver? You can have it. Okay. No, I don't know. Make sure just to put it back in the box that he had set to the side for. It's a little wooden simple box. Alright. Um, so. Since it takes them a while to get back, mm -hmm. Mel would have all go within that time. This is all getting back. Taz, it's not 30 minutes after you send that message, and well, lo and behold, like you were told, your brother comes in. It's cut in. And you know, he seems at moments, for, for a moment, very confused as there's an individual at the counter that he has no clue who is. It is much bigger than anyone he remembers seeing recently. And then, of course, there's you sitting down comfortably. Like, ah, Brazil, it's been some years. Come here, come here. Gavin. I'll weakly stand up. Gives you a big hearty hug and he's like, <laughs> You're so nothing but skin and bones. Are you eating? Just. Hey. Have a day. You finally uh, coming home, joining the business. You Not yet. dirty liars. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Uh, Pops, so. Pops still has that position set aside for you. No one's quite met the criteria to fill it. And I did help him this morning. Oh, wonderful. How we got the uh, sun crystal mostly aligned. 
That is a very prized project. We're looking forward to it. If things were good, we might have samples today. If it's not, samples tomorrow. It looks like it was starting to work. Oh, quite good. I smell lunch. Yes, mother is preparing a meal. So, who's the um, homeless guy? And this is Meliodas. Meliodas. Yes, he is friend. Weird My name. friend. Oh, okay. Visiting for pleasure? Business. Business. Yes. Oh, so serious, like father. Um, is Fredrickson still part of the guard? He still is. He's a sergeant now. He's got a bit of a small regiment that he keeps track of. And, uh, he's just pretty good. He's on the southern end of the city at the moment. Uh, if you wait till tomorrow morning, you should be uh, on leave for a couple days. Yeah, I need to speak with him. And he, he tells you exactly where you can go to meet with them or wait till tomorrow and he'll be at his home. Yeah, probably wait till tomorrow. It's going to chill for the rest of the day other than go shopping. And you can see different Valdecki in there, just, you know, chowing down on some what looks like freshly baked pies of some sort. And he's like, hello, Meliodas. Meliodas? This is Kevin, my brother. One of them. Nice to meet you. I mean, it looks just like Zataz, except slightly taller, slightly more well-built. To me too, as well. You take good care of my uh, youngest brother. As best I can. Is he still a bit uh, hot-headed, brash? You should see the arguments he got in with father when we were younger. Do you have to tell all of everything? And this is a side I've never seen, actually. Oh, come on now. A little bit of gossip never hurt to me. One, and besides, it's in the past. It's meant to be something you joke and laugh about. If you want some good, good stuff, good stories, you can talk to her. Mom's about it. Oh, she got some good goodness. You were nothing pestering when, I, when we were younger. Of course, big brother is supposed to pick on younger brother. Makes younger brother go strong. Oh, tell you what, it wouldn't work now. <laughs> of course not. You're a traveler. You've been to lands I couldn't imagine. Do you know how I went to school for the arcane arts? Yes, the school's still there, though not much of the curriculum has changed. Yes, I uh, it's become more it? powerful. Oh, fascinating. You can even make magic items and all. Save my magic phrase, which I haven't thrown myself anymore. Uh, and cast the dome for oh. the second time of the day. Night during the day? This would be most. This, this, this would be most useful for Father's project. Would you sell that? No. Well, never hurts to ask. Be useful. I will make one for Father. Mm. Yes, with him working on the uh, solar and lunar crystals to try and invent new power, something like this would be most priceless to him. I will make one for him and have it sent. Oh. Well. Um, I've had a full belly. I just got off work, so I'm going to go and uh, hit the rest. Yes, we will be here a couple of days. Oh, amazing. Maybe I'll see about a little bit of time away from work. 
Maybe we can go hit, a, hit one of the pubs and enjoy ourselves <laughs> a little drinking story. Perhaps. Well, uh, maybe this is interesting meeting you. And uh, hopefully uh, my younger brother can see about giving you a shirt. As he bids his adieus and heads back. But when you hear like him walking, he stops. When you hear a back pedal, as he... Looking. You're guessing he's looking into the room where Gregory is getting to sleep. <laughs> he's just like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> of course, about uh, closer to, I think, about 1, one thirty. you two finally show up back there. Technically those three. Technically those three, yes. Unless this one decided to run off. She could have got lost easily. Oh, yeah. I would have well, left her she, she was talking about possibly going to a bar, you know. <laughs> she did try to get off the train one. <laughs> We're back. Welcome back. Hope it didn't take too long. No. Oh. It's a big city. It's a lot bigger than Mendeleev, isn't it? <laughs> Let's just say it would take you an entire year to visit the law. Hmm, that's pretty exciting, right? Um, it's, even, it's even bigger than when I was here. Oh. It was a year or well, all I know is that you've been gone for at least a year. Uh, I haven't been home in eight, nine. Wow, wow. Um, you must have, um, wow, that's a long time to travel. Must have seen a lot. I mean, obviously with us, but uh, even before that. Yes, I have seen much. Mel, how are you doing? Oh, Mel. How are you? Same old, same old. Hmm. Um, no, it's not much. Um, but I decided to get you this flower. Um, I hope that you like it. Or you came across... Uh, um, several mechanical things uh, on our way to the hospital. Yeah, I got this gun. That's a steam pistol. What, Satanas? Thank you. Nothing. Look, you teased me about this firearm thing and I wanted to try it. That is not. That's, that's a toy. Oh, it's a toy? Yes. Well, Do they come? Does it? Did you wind it or anything? Oh, uh, yeah, Ricky will, will demonstrate how to, how to use it. He'll wind it and put the flower in. Just don't point it at anybody or yourself. What kind of flower is it, just FYI? It's a simple looking daisy. Nothing too fast. Is, like, is he going to say a lily? <laughs> it's a grass lily. <laughs> oh, I can this day ever. They gave me like this box of a... Uh, Ball bearings and little capsules that don't really do anything. Just don't put more than one capsule in it. <laughs> you warned me about that too. Yes. What happens? Let's just say it's not fun. I did it once when I was young. Oh. Just to <laughs> see what would happen. I put five in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be sure to remember to only put one in there. Just. So, we have some business to tend to. Okay. First, uh, we need to go to... We need to buy weapons. 
Medium armor. Weapons. Okay. These are not your ordinary weapons. They are like that. Oh. But much more dangerous. Oh. I'm excited. We need to take Meliodas' armor to get repaired. And I need to speak to old friend. Okay. By the way, Zataz, is that little chest thing you have, is that public use or is that just only you? Yeah, it can be public use. Can I use it? Just, it's empty right now. Okay. Yeah, I'll take the chest, set it out. <laughs> I'm going to, I'll just mark it on my Open end. Open it up, the only thing in there is the portable hole. Okay. I'll just mark it on my end. But, uh, are we putting a That doesn't count as a dimensional space within the dimensional scope? No. No. Because what he's doing is the Leoman's chest sends the chest into the Astral Sea. Like the chest is literally in the Astral Sea. It's not in a pocket dimension or anything. Because that's what I was thinking too first time I read the spell even further. Um, so, Ricky, I, was, uh, sorry, I don't want to um, there's some things I definitely want to do, so I'll, but I'll wait until we're done doing other things first. Well, mum, the friend I have to wait up tomorrow. Okay. It did take too long to get home today. Okay. Um, was your visit to the, only because I think it's cool, it's the only time I'm going to say it, the, the Clank House? <laughs> Dutch or hospital. Clinking house, no. Um, was your visit to the um, hospital productive? Uh, yeah, well, Evelyn, um, would you like to tell them how you, how you felt about it? They put this apparatus on my head, like some kind of weird mechanical helmet that apparently like electrocuted me, and all kinds of things happened. What? Yeah. It made me feel really good, though. Uh, well, I guess there are some things I forgot mm-hmm. to mention. So, right, the uh, main reason we went there is to compare said helmet to... Um, yes, the one that Tavi used. But apparently it's an old prototype. Uh, well, I think you, I think you said I that knew, someone said I it. I knew it was a Levian technology. Um, and uh, and uh, so I wanted to learn more about it. And, but, and so the person there explained that this new device um, is safer and... Uh, and uh, tem- a little bit more temporary, and Evelyn volunteered to try it out. You know, because I'm split, I thought maybe you would fix something. It kind of did. So. Kind of did? Kind of. Apparently, I mean, Eve is talking pretty quickly now, so. What do you mean, pretty quickly? Like, usually there's like a delay, but now it feels like she's right there all the time, so. Like you merge together? I guess so. So, well, if we need to get, um, just these, the, um, and you would see the tazas not looking good. Um, the, um, stint packs. Um, yes, uh, we were able to pick up a couple, um, and actually speaking of healing items, let me go ahead and, and and check you over real quick. Because uh, you, you look kind of uh, roughed up right now, even more so. Um, 
So Ricky will go ahead and, and try using the healer's kit on you. Um, uh, 13. Yeah, that's 5 plus level. So that's 13. And Meliodas. Um, five. 5 plus your okay. level is 14. 14? Level 9. Oh. Right. Fact, uh, we don't have our level 9 abilities yet. Um, well, you're you're not that, right? If I check your level 9, you want level 9 space. abilities. Okay. So yeah, 5 plus 9 is 14. Okay. So is that 14 HP? Yep. That's 14. Uh, I didn't realize that. So we're, we're effectively level 9 right yeah. now. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you still have your level 9 abilities. And you have like the spell slot, you have your HP. Mm. That's right. right. Yeah. So. If there's any abilities you gain at level 9, you don't get until you finish long rest. Okay. <sighs> Thank you. You get no your problem. spells because you have that. And proficiency. I got long. my indomitable because I technically get my shit on short rest. Yeah. So. Um, so, Ricky will go ahead and try killing uh, Mal a bit. May I? What? The steam piece. Oh, there you go. Um, so. This so, uh, is uh, a version of what we are going to buy. Was it oh. This you have to reload every time. Right. The one we are going to buy, you do not. Oh. How many times can you fire? Six. Was that? Oh. Then you have to reload. Uh, I think so. And it doesn't use these things? Uh, actually, I think I, I am. Wait, oh, does it? Is the, it ball uh, bearing? I mean, it's like a pack, right? You can take a ball bearing, but you know that these yeah. more advanced ones typically take a ball bearing. No. Yeah, I mean, you can, but they have other one for it. By so so I, I still have myself at level 8. Um, I am proficient with this. I'm down to okay. I learned when I was younger. Okay. Top off. This is top. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks, good to practice with, though. Exactly. Because you will be getting one. Oh. I buy one for all. Well, I'll get practicing right away then. Um, would I know when there'd be a range close by? I know, I know this range is in Livia. Yeah, probably about 30 minute walk on And what I know of a place where I can go and get these is that something you have to get through like the, middle, like the guards or whatnot. Uh, no, um, the range is a bit of a surplus store okay. that can sell those to you. And it is run by the military, so they do have them on hand. They will register them under your name. Yeah, and of course, I figured that um, Blacksmith. Blacksmith's all over the That's what I figured. Okay, so if you want, you can go to the range. Okay. Um, I believe, if, if I remember correctly, there well. is blacksmith on the way. Oh, so we can drop off Meliodas' armor. Alright. Get the tips. <laughs> Go yeah. buy yeah. and yeah. they have them. Okay. And visit the That's great. Just the, ro the yes. road to hell is paved with good intentions. It is. Ricky? Yeah. And we are going to go um, take Meliodas' armor to blacksmith mm -hmm. and go to the range. Mm -hmm. Okay. To familiarize with um, Levian weapons. Okay, that's coming. I can go. Just please, because uh, you would know what um, repairs would need to armor. Yeah. Just. Maybe they can do it. I don't know if you want it, but oh, um, uh, can I see stem pack? Okay. Yeah, uh, hands over both stem packs. I'll just take one and pull. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Pretty much. So confident. Oh, that what do those things feel again? 1d10 plus 5. 
By the way, a DM, the bone flask that Martin. Mm -hmm. What does it do again? Uh, is it an exhaustion thing? Or? I believe that the bone flask is the one that had it lets him ignore levels of exhaustion. Okay, well, for how long? Was it just like an hour? Like normal standard session? Yeah. Because I grabbed that, but I have it written down as 1d4, that's all I have. So I have yeah, okay. Uh, this is this one, let me find it. Uh, I can hand you a potion card so that way. Okay. I'll set up for that one, but I knew it wasn't that one. Okay, it gives it 1d4. Is it ignores 1d4 levels of exhaustion? Or no, that's how many uses you have of it. Okay, sure, sure. Go ahead and write up, roll that d4 then. If you're drinking from it, yes. Oh, oh okay. If, when you drink from it, you have to roll, and then if you land on a one... It goes down. Also, can ammo things. Yeah. This is the one that's in there. It's like the potion okay. one we had that we lost. Okay. Yeah. But it was <laughs> okay, so... In your chest, I will put two bottles of northern wine in there. The metal soldier with the bullets. Uh, I'll just I'll just tell you. Just just let me know how many slots, yeah, so yeah. I can write down how many slots it's taking. And I'll put the starlit brew that was pretty much empty. A healer's kit, tattoo's tools, two quivers of it arrows. It only has eleven slots right now. Okay. Two quivers of arrows. What are the total slots you're, you're using? Yeah, a lot, a lot, yeah, a lot, yeah, a lot have to. Yeah, we didn't, I didn't get no time to do that one the way the pirate down. Eight. No. Eight, eight slots. Eight slots. Just, just had stuck. a couple pirates down. <laughs> so that means eight, nine, ten. It has three <laughs> slots left. Yeah. How the flasks work is they are refillable. You can refill them with what they have in them right now. Or once they run out, you can put something else in them. So if I put like a healing potion in it, it would have a 1d4 thing? Or? It takes a couple to fill it. And you need to be proficient oh, okay. with alchemy in order to refill it. Hmm, okay. I don't think anybody is except maybe hmm. Gregory. No Gregory is. I don't know if anyone else is. So what? Proficient with Alchemy. Alright, so we're... No, you go ahead. Sorry. Did you put all your earrings back on? Yeah, yeah. I put all that stuff back on. But, like, they still have the, like, the shave spots. There's a... You, yeah. It's a little hard to see through the fur, but, you know, when he turns real quickly and the fur flies up a little bit, you can see shaved patches around his temple and head. And then, are you missing any hit points? Nope. Okay. Alright, so we are going to head towards the range. I'm pretty sure there's a blacksmith on the way. Yeah, Stop by the blacksmith first and head to the range after that. The condition of said armor, I think I have it still up here. Did I have that? It is very poor. Severely dead, would Because I don't remember if I handed it to anyone. I don't think you did. I don't see it up here, so I think I did hand it to someone. We're looking at my spots now. My little bald spot. I had to do that when I put the helmet on. Yeah, they do this whole thing with him. I don't remember they do do a talk, but apparently it's Tav's helmet was more for mobile purposes. Well, he looks at it and he's just like, "This is not much of armor here. I can fix, but I won't paint the front." How much? We're looking at about ten thousand. Much of the armor is decimated, damaged. Um, I can go for suboptimal repair, cheaper, but it may inert some magical abilities I can sense in this armor. Are you okay with this? Not worth that much. No? It is not worth that. Do you just want to keep new armor? Do best. You still have your old armor? I got rid of all but the cauldron of the hmm? last so one I had. Mm -hmm. And 
my first one is burnt on the fire. Well, okay. Just pick what you want. It's on me. Well, uh, we, was, well, we had interesting choices for you. I, I think... Uh, you have honor for... Oh, yes. Uh, the flight medics and scouts, uh, they all have wings, so we make armor special for them. I can see this one was... Bye -bye. <laughs> I see this one was crudely altered for your means. So if then may you just keep this then? I'll apply credit to uh I'll apply credit to the old. Yes, use armor is up to you. So uh I know most of uh, the uh winged prefer leather armor, is that fine? Or would you like something more interesting? Or stronger? I would like the most protection without losing my ability to fly. Well, I do have something, but I don't know if it's within price range. But it is very unique. Um, digs around in the back, and brings over a small wooden box that has like engraving on the front of it. It's like I have something to write on. Spare paper or something. I will, I do have this as the extremely good. I was very lucky purchase on my end. And he pulls it up and pulls out a large bottle, which looks like it's full of molten brass. Uh, this, is, this is prized in the uh, uh, military side. It's one of their unique creations of artificing and technology. God damn it. I told you it was not going to become his third place trophy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very unique. If you're willing to pay for it, I'm willing to part for it. What am I looking at here? Is it's it a bottle? Armor. This is, as I said, unique armor. Currently, uh, currently I am attuned to it. I think this is the right word you use. Bonded. Okay. Um, once you bond to it, you know, and then he just like holds his arm out and pours. And as it strikes him, you can see it starts going up his arm, falling over him. And as it starts to settle in, you can see it starting to turn into plates that form over and perfectly fit over everything he's wearing. Oh. And now it looks like he's wearing half-plate bronze armor. Wow. It's uh, color another color? Uh, unfortunately, I only have it in bronze. If you go to one of the uh, military stores and make your case there for a purchase, uh, they do have other colors, other metals made from it. But uh, the bronze one, as you can see, uh, it's much more lighter, flexible than normal heavy armor. Uh, it's popular on the military side for the Aarakocca because it form fits on some of the wings as well. It is a little on the heavy side, so it might slow you down a tad, mm, but gives you very good benefits of defense. How much? For this, I can let this go for about 12,000. No. Applying your credit of it, of course, will bring it down to about 8,000. He's not your this choice. I have the money, so... His armor. Understandable. I mean, you asked what I have of the best. You see, got a bottle, hold his hand over it, and concentrate a moment, and see the armor just kind of melt away. Bell's just got this weird, like. That's very interesting. Yes. Artifice has made it sometime last year. Very, very coveted in the city. I don't want to lose. Well, I guess it doesn't matter. Do you have anything that's cheaper, but also kind of the same area? Um. Well, uh, armor you choose. If your friend isn't wanting to risk any movement of the wings, I've recommended 
staying in the medium armor, a mixture yes. of leather and metal. Um, breastplates and uh, I think it's scale mail is at the top end of medium. I thought it was half plate. What I had was half plate, but it was just all the way to our players' handbooks. <laughs> 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 time needle line, time needle line. Yeah. Except for, boom. Yeah. Scale brass. That you are half plate is at the top of medium. Yeah. yeah. Half plate. It's a 15 15. plus dex, gives it disadvantage on stealth. If you don't want disadvantage, breastplate would be your best option. And 14 plus dex, max 2, no disadvantage. Yeah, breastplate seems like to be the best, in my opinion. Well, it's, one it's your armor, so. Yeah. yeah. You don't know, breastplate. It's form fitted to fit for your wings too, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. It would, I mean, yeah, it would have to be otherwise. Yeah. Well, I can't bring them in right now, and yeah, I can't. No. Yeah. So, do you have anything particular? Um, I do have some breastplate on hand, but that is quite cheap considering the uh, credit that your damaged armor you are giving me for. Um, is there anything that you want me to apply to it in particular? Do you have any kind of do you have any shields? Mm, yes, we do have uh, shields and little bucklers. Uh, we do have tower shields for heavy defense and cover. I don't know if there's anything that Ricky has. Much. Like, give you an AC of what? Ricky has a shield over it's here. I don't know if you have anything that might be better than that. And then with my shield that I have, I can yeah. go up to. And what did eight you eight. have before? I had plus one breastplate, so. Or okay. I have plus one half plate. What can you add to breastplate? Well, well um, I can take some a few of the materials from the armor you've given me, and I can enhance the uh, breastplate with it. It'll make its defense a little bit better. How long does that take? Mm, maybe just uh, probably a day or two. That's about how long it'll take me to adjust it to uh, your friend's size. But it'll be ready. Already we have the time. Do that. Alrighty. How much? Uh, you would not owe anything. The credit on the armor you're giving me is covering all of this at the moment. I'll give him five plot. Mm-hmm. I'll take Thank it you. as a uh, speed order. Yes. Well, uh, come back tomorrow then. I'll bump this up on my list and see about getting it adjusted. Uh, could you go sit right there and he goes grab some measuring devices? Uh, yes, we have about three days, so make it within that time. It might mm-hmm. be ready tomorrow. That's okay. why I give five plot. He quickly starts taking measurements of you, and he tries to be gentle with your wings as he notices something's off about them. But well, they're in bandages. Yeah, they're bandaged. Yeah. So uh, he measures the uptick, and then just basically the curve at the top of the first bone joint of your wings. Uh, for a bit of straps. When your wings come out, a bit of leather will help to uh, form over that as they come out to help protect them. It's more of a flare, it's not required if you don't want it. As long as it doesn't impede flight, if I get my flight back. No, it's just something to, you know, give it minute better protection. And when your wings are, you know, folded down, it looks presented, more presentable. Dumb question, would I recognize this person? Just on random doubt. Alright, we'll look at my measurements, I'll come back tomorrow afternoon, I'll get to work on this. Yes. You see him kind of go in the back, go to the side, go through a few chests, pull out armor, and begin moving parts of it to the side as he's starting to work on it. Thank you. 
course, of course. Good day. Yes, Head on to the mine reads, it'll still be black. Mm-hmm. And hopefully still plus one. Head on to the armory, or not the armory, but the range. Mm-hmm. I'm at a measly 12 at the moment. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and plus the fact that pretty much everyone here deals with metalwork. So, uh, getting to the range, I mean, to y'all, it just looks like a odd building with a bit of yarn out on the back of it. We can hear loud pops going off every once in a while. Dumb question, but I gotta ask him from here. Would I know the person behind the counter? There's a chance. What do I need to roll? I'll just roll a percentile. If you break 70%, then odds are someone that's at least familiar. 77. <laughs> 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 yeah. Female Vodekian behind the counter. She seems a bit familiar. Probably one of them that you studied with during schools. Okay. I'll walk in. Have we rode the train at all in this? Okay. Just I was just wondering. Just I was walking. just wondering. Walking. Oh, yeah. Hello. Hello, and uh, welcome to uh, Guns and Bangs. What is it that I can assist you with today? What do I see behind the counter? Do I see that stuff? You see multiples of those. You can see some of them are kind of customized or colored in particular ways. You can see displays of ammo. Other than that, the only thing that stands out to you is like behind her in a glass case at the highest point of the wall behind the register is a very intricate looking rifle. And of course, there's a sticker under this that's not for sale. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> I'll go up to the counter and just go, I would like to purchase two of those, two of those, and two of those. Hmm. Big spender. Uh, yeah, then if you wish to purchase, I just need you to fill this out. Take and it. Uh, of course, the values are listed there, so go ahead and begin counting that out. I'd fill it out. I'd fill out the paperwork first. Mm-hmm. And and she's collecting and getting them down. Mm. Never mind, I use floor. Reach out, pull the chest out, set it down. <laughs> Open it up, take out the pack of the portable hole, flop it on the floor, reach in, pull out 2,245 platinum. Oh. Fold it back up, put it back in the chest. Well, <laughs> well after, while he's doing that, Mel will be like, Mel will be like, man, do you need like a chair or something? Mm-hmm. Chairs over there. I will pull out. I will pull out twenty, uh, three thousand plat. Actually, I'll put the twenty-two forty-five on the counter, mm-hmm. and go off to the side. Leave the rest of it off the other side, and I go. Um, and I need ammo. Ammo. We're lots talking of lots. Ammo. Huh? Um, so that would have been. I'll slide out of the five hundred plat. I'll go. This is decent much worse. Oh five thousand gold worth of ammo. My mind, she kind of takes it, sort of counting it from him. That's going to be a lot of ammo for these weapons. You might not be able to use all ammo before you die of old age. <laughs> Good. Make them silvered. <laughs> I don't think any of this, some of us don't have to worry about that. Well, that's that's interesting. Um, uh, anyway, there's a... Uh, oh, oh, never mind. Uh, all this gold will be enough to get you two barrels of each gun's ammo type. But each barrel has in the vicinity, uh, by weight, but a, a few thousand shots. Except for the pepper box, there's uh, several thousand. Good. Which means we don't have to worry about counting ammo. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll leave those to the side. Take um, tw- 20 shots. 12 shots for each of the pepper boxes. 
Ten shots for the rifles, and I'll do ten shots for the sca- for the scatter shots. Right, I'll keep those out and leave the rest under the barrels, kind of off the side. And I'll be back for these in a few minutes. We go to the range. Right. Uh, yes. Um, judging by your age and what you've listed here, I'm sure you're quite trained in sighting and using these. So uh, be safe and uh, make sure to educate and proper your friends. We do have a. Uh, Mentor on site if you need any assistance. Just. Well, background shit, man. Uh, we head out to the range. And I will hand you <laughs> this. This is real. As opposed Ooh. to toy. I will hand you. Yeah, I will hand you this. Compared to this steam pistol, it's significantly. And I hand you this. Like, this could be used as a bludgeoning weapon. So, what you do, when Evelyn, and I'll okay. show you how to load it, because I've got one with me. And then I put you over into one of the stalls. I go, so that you aim at target, and don't pull, squeeze. And it'll be loud, and then you do that, just <laughs> drop probably, like, I drop the gun, like, let's say, roll it. Constitution okay. saves, not the temporary death. <laughs> also, you missed them going. Yep. Well, I told them not to do that with, this, uh, with the toy one. And I, yeah, and you I, just told them not to do yeah, the toy one. And I handed them. I handed this. This is more. This is more dangerous than the toy one. And I immediately. <laughs> yeah. No. It's a sixteen. That's enough. Uh, other than some severe ringing in your ear, it takes oh. only a few moments to get here. Put your muffs on. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Probably good. Yeah. And you guys muffs too. For you two, you load, and I take yours for a second and show you how to load it. And I hand it back to you, point you down a different spot, tell you, kind of show you how to hold it and everything, and, and squeeze. It kicks. It's basically a shotgun. And I'd show you the same. It's so weird to think. This no, animal character is holding guns. Well, it's going to be hard for him to hold the gun and not have crutch. I, I can't really do this right oh. now. So this chair. Mm-hmm. There's chairs, there's mm. places you can lay down and everything. I don't really think it's quite for me. No, just in case. Just hold on to it, just in case. I just showed you how to use. You don't need to use, just just in case. Alright. And then I'll pull out one of the rifles, you know, load it and show you guys that I kind of sit down, kind of prop up. This is louder. Doesn't kick as bad as a shotgun does. Or this guy is the scatter It's about box. the same as a 12 gauge shotgun. Yeah. So you're not oh, holding right here and dislocating your arm. Oh yeah, I'm holding it right. <laughs> so these are Levian weapons. God, you're not like this. And as he's demonstrating it, he's showing you that the targets, which can clearly estimate 75, 100, 150 feet, like within a moment of him firing, it's striking the target. It's so quick. And the projectile is nearly invisible. Just. It sure will give us an edge on. Is that the idea? I can't think of his name right now. Aaron. Fuckface? Aaron, yes. <laughs> Viscount. And his troops. And we're planning to man other people with these weapons. I only have six. Okay. You said, uh, are we still getting help though? I try. 
Okay, so if you don't want yours, you can give it to somebody else. It would probably be for the better. It's very concealable. It's hard to try to hold this and hold myself. Hmm. Yes. It's easy to conceal and the, the ammo doesn't have to be strapped to Just your back or anything. make sure to not pull trigger when pointed at yourself. <laughs> Please. I'll keep that in mind. This will hurt worse than if you stab yourself. Oh. Much worse. <laughs> I guess I can unload this, right? Just. Okay. It's better to store unloaded. Pretty much. The pepper box is basically a revolver. Yeah, I don't know if it like revolt like kicks on the side, if it like breaks open like the top or something. It's a break open. Okay. How do we? How? How do we handle ammo? Um, Currently, those are in barrels, and each barrel is nine slots, and you have six of those. How, many, how much ammo can you carry in a single pouch or case? Or um, basically, one clip would be one slot. Except for the pepper box, which the bullets are significantly smaller. Okay. And in that one, you can hold up to, uh, I think it's uh, 12 your slot. So 12 rounds per slot, that's two reloads. And then... Though my rifle is one clip per slot. And what's that? And those are significantly bigger. Five rounds. Five rounds? Yeah. So five rounds per shot, per slot. Per, per reload. Yeah. Yeah, and then of course the uh, scatter boxes are one shot and you have to reload. Sorry, Sorry there's... Um, I just you only have to work with a scatter box. Okay. It's how many scatter box rounds yeah, per slot? I'd say it's four per slot. So four rounds per slot. But you don't have any yet. They're all in barrels right now. Go ahead, go ahead and add two more slots to your chest because I'm going to put the steam pistol in the... Uh, so you're using up two more slots? Yeah. It's totally when I got this. Yeah, right. Exactly. I wasn't sure how long it would be before we got the gun, so... That means there is only one slot remaining now. Do you know you took out all that platinum? The platinum, the platinum I took out of the portable hole. Oh, right. So you said each of the barrels is six slots? Hmm? You said each of the barrels takes up six slots? Nine yes, slots. Nine. So nine slots, so that's nine... Eighteen... No, no, it's 27. 36. three barrels, right? Or 36 is four six. barrels. Oh, six barrels. Two barrels for each weapon. Oh, right, okay. I can fit five barrels in my pellet, in my portable hole. Nice. So one barrel is going to be fun to figure it out. If I can clean out my chest, I can put, the, I can put the last barrel in the chest. Sort of a Ricky shoulder here, guys. <laughs> He strapped his back. I guess <laughs> would his mother keep the blanket? Okay. I would assume so. I'm just in a blanket. I think we can. Um, These are Livia weapons. Did she have maybe a poncho? And yes, I need to talk to Fredrickson tomorrow to, to, to see about hiring mercenary. Okay. I'm not sure how much uh, 500 plot will go, but... So, okay. So, sorry, real quick. The, the... Per reload, there's four shots for... One shot per... One shot, then it's an action to reload. Then one shot, then an action to reload okay. for the scatter box. It's like a... Yeah, it's a single, it's a single shot shotgun. 
The pepper box is six rounds per reload. The rifle is five rounds per reload. Okay. Now, just you know, if you have okay. the, I think it's the expert is the name of it, which turns the loading property into a bonus action, that does stack with this. Oh, it works it? Uh, mm-hmm. Do you have crossbow expert? Then that would be a bonus action to reload. <laughs> four shots per slot. That's what I was confused. Yeah. I was thinking, I was, and that's what I wanted to be. That's why I wanted to verify. Yeah, if you look at the card I gave you, that also give me a radius here within five feet. Reload. Does it apply so over one shot, then you have it to reload. It doesn't apply everything. Okay. Like, I think you get one shot, then you have to reload. You get one shot, then you have to reload. So you wouldn't get the like, proficiency bonus as well as you wouldn't get the uh, being able to ignore half cover. Okay. I can shoot within five feet without disadvantage. Mm-hmm. And I have it reloading properly. Okay. Which should be easy. Yeah. Each time you load it, it's, this one I hear is more like a crossbow or crossbow or anything else. You reload, you fire. You have to reload, you fire, you have to reload, you fire, you have to reload, you fire. So the scatterbox is more like a crossbow. These are here have multiple shots. And there's a reason why I gave you the the, the uh, too bad pepper box. It's too bad I don't have multiple attacks. God damn it, really to make me a kimono and now I can't. Oh yeah. So and then from here we'll come on out of feathers. After spending maybe an hour, <laughs> hour and a half, and we'll use up however much ammo it would take to use for an hour, hour and a half. So mm. Play Still no real us. worry about how much ammo we have. <laughs> we have so much fucking ammo. Yeah, it's more than what you really have to concern yourself with. Yeah, that's what. That's why I got that much. It's like we ain't even worry about ammo forever. Yeah, like if you want more cones, just tell me I'll get them down. I like the smell of this one, so I kind of I really want to. So after about an hour, maybe two hours, they'll be in here. Maybe if I head back to the house. Only having to carry the one barrel. It's not too difficult to make your way back home with all of your additional. Yeah, of course, I wonder where her should be. I'd go in there, pull it out the chest back out, pull it, yeah, pull out the little thing, just kind of flop it down to where it just looks like a piece of cloth on the floor. Just come over and scoot the barrel until it just falls in. Scoot the next barrel, falls in, and I just take it and fold it up. She's absolutely fascinated watching this as it happens. Oh, yeah. Um, thank you. Of course. Uh, what, what is that? Uh, that? Yes. That was a portable home. I've never seen something like that. Mm-hmm. Did you go to um, bird school? I did, but I've never heard uh, this in my classes. Were you in um, professor class? Uh, I was. I think I remember you. Mm. Who, who were you? That us. Or, sorry. Comploni. Ah, I remember the professor absolutely adored you. You were able to write some most interesting essays and theories. I have been on Astavar. Astavar is actually got this. Yes. Perhaps I give one day. When I no longer need. I would be most joyous to have such a thing. It's almost, it's almost big enough to build a home in. <laughs> almost. It's good for carrying money, many supplies. So clearly, that was like several thousand pounds of uh, stuff you dumped in there and then just do 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 pocket. <laughs> oh, in chest and then I just pick this up. And so many interesting things going in the world that I've never even thought of. Close this. Oh, okay. You're not even used to magic, are you? 
No, it's technology more reliable. Do you only use minimum, such as um, mending? Hmm. It's uh, closest we have to that is a uh, matter manipulators. They compress it down. That's right, little, yeah, like little ones that have little gems in them. You see the elemental power gems. Super, super useful batteries. Yeah, one of the uh, clockwork people at the hospital shocked me with one of those. What? <laughs> yeah, it's a little, like, little baton. And just, it was yeah. pretty startling, but... Is it, is it clock automaton? Oh. There are many. Hmm. They're very good assistants. They don't, they, they don't need sleep or food or water. Just need to recharge. That's, it. That's interesting. Just like you. <laughs> Except I don't need to recharge. <laughs> I wonder if there's more automaton-like individuals than actually living human or flesh ones. Not, no, I've not been here in eight or nine years. Mm-hmm. Well, population still about the same as uh, back during our college days. About only roughly 20-25% of individuals here are considered uh, automatons or uh, a forgecraft. Though they mostly live on the lower layers as uh, the sunlight isn't something that they see as important. Yes. So, but thank you. Of course. And hopefully I see you again. Hopefully. You might if I stop by tomorrow and practice more. Well, you are welcome. If you bring your own gun and ammo, uh, all you have to do is sign in. So I already know you're back there. Otherwise, uh, bring coin to purchase ammo. Okay. Back home. Is it dogs? Just. I can't pay you back right now, but I have some. No worry. No worry. We go to big battle. Do you need, do you need things? Do you know where clothing shopping is? Just. Yes. Take her to take him. Sorry. To a uh, clothing shop. Well, it's actually difficult to find one. And considering the lifestyle of this city, clean clothes are uh, a bit of a treasure. Yeah. I'll probably go with them to get a new outfit as well. Uh, heading in there, you see a lovely tabaxi who's just currently working on a tapestry. Oh, uh, one second, let me finish this thread. So, what can I help you individuals with today? Close for my friend. That's a big fella. He can buy whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. No matter the price. Alrighty, um, well, if you... a little matter the price. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, if you will come over here, let's see. Let's start perusing what I have, uh, template-wise. And then as you pass it, like, whatever you want. Now I am a bit of an importer of clothes and native here, so my selection might be a little off compared to what uh, the, the others in the city are used to. But uh, right, here's a, let's see, you wanted a uh, shirt or do you need pants as well? They don't look to be best condition either. Alright, and we'll get a full outfit together. She begins taking you through it and you find that she has some of what you commonly see as normal adventuring selections. Uh, you do see what looks like a bit more of a uh, upper class things that commonly see on Evelyn lately and Gregory. But you do find other 
to obviously others exotic, but to yourself rather familiar styles of clothing. Like my hometown? They do appear to be of the oriental nature, though they have kind of been altered a little bit to be more appealing to the, Le- the Levians. Is there any of my style that is built for Aarakocra's fruit? Because I can't get my wings in at the moment. Roll me an investigation check as you're going through the racks. So with advantage. And lower my disadvantage. Investigation? Mm-hmm. That's a straight 16. That's more than enough before you, too long, you find the shirt and accompanying jacket where you recognize splits down the back. Likely meant for the Aarakocra, but good size for yourself. And find so it's something that's like split and it has ties that you tie after? Mm-hmm. You find some matching pants and a bit of other accessories that seem to kind of stack with it to make a proper outfit. And this is what you're interested in. Yes, it's... Very familiar to me. Oh, that's fascinating. Most Levians still kind of only look at this stuff for events. It's nice to see uh, someone that enjoys exact tastes. Uh, so, okay, now stand here next to the mirror. We're going to put this stuff on you and start uh, noting adjustments to get done. And of course, much what you're used to, you know, strip down to your loins and then get all dressed. You guys, you cry Not much there anyway. <laughs> <Privately>. <laughs> as you privately change into it and then stand there, she begins taking measurements, pinching here, binding notes, you can see a little pad noting everything on. About 15 minutes later, she's like, all right, I think I got everything I need. Uh, if you'll take it off, uh, set them uh, over there and we'll get adjustments worked on. Um, Probably having a hard time. While well, you're getting changed, she's, uh, so I assume you're the one paying for this. Uh, Just Oh, not too bad. Uh, we're looking at about uh, 40 gold and 6 silver. We should cover all the adjustments and pieces. Um, did you find anything? Yes, I want to look for... No, no, no. I'll have myself in an outfit. Blue cloak. I want to look for like a steampunk trench coat. I want to look like kind of Gregory. I want to style so I like the Gregory. And I want, I want like the goggles. And we're looking at the more commonly seen Levian uh, here. Yeah. She does have those. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, with what you're all looking at purchasing, that will bring the total up. It'll be about 78 and some change. I will round it down as I like uh, your winged friend there. We'll say 60 gold even. Give you a nice little discount. I'll put 100 gold up on the counter. Oh. I'll get to work on adjustments or alterations that any of you see that you need on your uh, clothing and gear. And um, come back in the morning. I should have most of it done by then, if not all of it. Um, Actually, real quick. um, Do you have uh, any pouches? Any coin pouches? Yes, we got some pouches. Pulls up a small little crate. You're going to see pouches of different materials and sizes. And, um, and you know, we all paid a decent amount, so take what you need. Okay. And Ricky will just buy one and take it. Oh, I think I found exactly what I have, too. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Yes! Oh, wow, that looks nice. Nice. Yeah, look at that 
Well then I will get to work and I'll see you all tomorrow. So you're again, gathering up everything and taking it to the back where the big uh, tapestry machine she was using was and begins setting up to get to work on adjusting everything. And homeward bound! As you get back home, it's uh, maybe apparent that uh, Chavez is also home at this point, as he's currently in there enjoying some leftovers from lunch and chatting away with your mom. Because mm-hmm. I just walk in. It's like, ah, brother, mother mentioned that you were visiting, and it is most gracious to see you again. And I'm walking in with both rifles on my shoulder. I say gracious, but now I'm wondering if we're in danger. You? No. That's most good. I am not good with rifles. Me neither, but I do have some training. Yes. Good days back then. Just. Me is all your adventuring friends, that's. I'm just. um, Evelyn. Hello. Meliodas. Uh, Ricky, and this is Trevas, my other brother. It's good to meet you all. Are you taking good care of my brother? He's a bit of wanderlust and tends to travel a lot. He's actually, and he's taking pretty good care of us. That's good to hear. Well, uh, Mom says dinner will be done in a few more hours. Uh, Why don't we just sit down and chat and carry on some stories, and maybe by sunset Father will be home this time. Yes, and hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, so will uh, sister in the red. Mm. Uh, not likely. Uh, it seems that their exploratory crew, going searching for new uh, veins, might have hit off on a good spot, and so it looks like they're going to be gone still another week or so. And Father said he was going to try to send a message to them. Oh, if he did, he might be able to get them to come back. They're not too far gone, but uh, it depends on if they were going to want to stay out there. I guess only time will tell. Absolutely. I'll kind of set the rifles off to the side and throw something over them. Don't want to frighten my mother. I'm still brandishing you. Evelyn, yeah. please put that away. Oh, okay. Not in the house. <laughs> Enjoys. He just sits down with y'all and kind of tells you about some of the. Some of the. So it talks about some of the events that you missed out on over the years. The uh, great train collapse in the uh, southeast quadrant where uh, someone was experimenting with a uh, new type of landscaping device and ended up collapsing part of the trail, the trainways. Talks about a. LA, uh, great storm came through and because they weren't finished developing the uh, um, fifth layer at the time, they ended up flooding it. And of course I relay some of the stories of my travels in, in uh, wherever the fuck it is. <laughs> Can never remember the name of the other continent. After the yeah, that one. <laughs> Whenever we talk about it. And then yeah. of course I will leave out the ritual. Of course. Yeah, whenever you're talking about it, uh, your brother and your mom are both, you know, clearly paying more attention, curious about this far-off land where technology is alien but magic is commonplace. Yeah. I'll show the other brother what Sataz has been able to make. Completely fascinated by it. 
mentions how pleasant it would be to have this out uh, frequently, as there's almost always overcast in this city. It helps me sleep at night. I'm already planning on having one made for Father. Maybe I'll have one made for each of you. That would be most fascinating. Make us quite the talk of the town. He carries on and then eventually gets rid of and Janine's, you know, portioning out the place for everyone and getting all ready to just sit where you'd want. Shortly after you all get situated, your father finally returns home. Ah, dinner is quite vanished. I miss guests. I think it was a good day. Uh, we had one successful test after your adjustments. And we did make uh, alterations for the unusual sunset, sunrise that you noticed. So tomorrow's test should be more successful. Good looking forward to that. But um, you know, pulls it out. Pulls out what looks like a uh, clear gem, but it has a very hint of a yellowish white glow to it. And here, for you. It is a sample of our test results. If we're still good tomorrow, I can possibly give you another one or two. But um, that right there is a crystallized sunlight. You take it and smash it, and it'll light up an entire area for a time. Well, the mechanical part of this is it's the equivalent of casting the daylight spell. It's going to be so good for the vampire. I love that shit guns. <laughs> <laughs> So how how did somehow how how did you get sunlight and crystallize it? That's pretty interesting. Well, our artificers are very inquisitive and ingenious individuals. They found a way that they can take energy and concentrate it, and continue to concentrate it, and eventually it begins to solidify. Then we put it in a special chamber that allows it to uh, cool and we encase it in glass. That was really, really nice. Well, next month, if our testing continues well, next month we'll be uh, experimenting with moonlight. You know, I have something like there's something with moonlight, and I'll pull out the moon drip glow. Oh, which is that weird thing? It's a little magical item, and if I, I'll speak the command word to make it. Mm -hmm. But it's That is most. May I? Yes. It's not. It's not real moonlight. It's just the magically created. It's very, very interesting. Uh, well, for it being magic, it's in the direction in general that's we're headed. And it's reusable. Yes, uh, it has like a recharge time, I believe. Is that the vehicle? Yeah. Solid glass is very fascinating. Here we go. Um, quick question, Father. Why did you have this conversation? When was the last time you saw the night sky? Mm. Uh, I think we had a uh, experimental uh, weather control test about six months ago. When we were able to successfully clear the uh, atmosphere for about a week. Okay, and then I'll immediately start focusing and concentrating, not that kind of concentrating. <laughs> Different type of and begin ritually casting Dome of Night. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I'm out of time. Takes about ten minutes. Mm -hmm. it's kind of looking at Confused, you just go quiet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
This here. I mean, the observatory has a good map of sky, but it's not so, say, sand passing through is so clear and detailed. And this is the current sky. You see him stare at the moon for a while. I can see it adjusting. This is, this is really quite amazing. You were learning this over there. Just, and much more. Much more. I can only. Uh, I can't really even imagine. I got here through the means of spell. Instantaneously. I do remember hearing rumors or something like that. Uh, have you ever heard of a city called Mindalif? The capital of Astabar. Is it the capital of Astabar? Uh, I thought it was. No. There's no capital of it. Okay. It's just a prominent country there. Yeah. I know there's a holy capital of Astabar. Yeah, they're trying to reclaim Nor it. Nor will destroy it later. <laughs> Let's just never go there, please. Yeah. Unless um, we need to revive someone. And then we might have to go to grandma. I can't say I've ever heard of it. Mindalif is... When we left Mindalif, it was approaching nightfall of this day. Mm. When we arrived here, it was before sunrise of the same day. This day will never end. Quite literally opposite side of the Yes, and we got here instantaneously. The only thing that I can picture is what the artifices make that allows for one to transpose the location. But that requires very skilled individuals with very expensive equipment. There is many things that I learn. Wow. And I am still learning. So when I return home, I should be able to be more prominent in the city and more helpful to all. Well, I can say without a doubt, I am looking forward to your return stay here. But as well, I'm looking more to more forward to the other things that you tell us and educate us with. Yes. And. Um, this dome. I can imbue it into a ring. And I will send to you. Just. Yeah. I will look forward to that. And then use my charger so I can show you mine that he made me. No, I can believe that now, I understand. And of course the kids are and the moms here to verify. This is most fascinating. He just kinda seems to uh, you know, stare and enjoy it. To it finally fades. Oh, um, were you ever to able to get a hold of Sestrindra? Uh, yes, I sent a message through the uh, wire. Uh, I didn't get response back because they're on the edge of the net, on the, they're on the edge of the city, but uh, they should have it. Uh, I'd say as soon as they'll be here tomorrow afternoon. I would like to see them before I have to leave. I truly would like to see you. It's been some years. Just. With that, you know, everyone begins to go back to enjoying their dinner and just soft chatter about what's going on and stories and asking adventurous tales from all of you. Especially, you know, you two as you're not native to this plane at all. 
just learning what they can about, well, how big the universe really is. Oh, it's served for dinner. It was a simple stew. Mm -hmm. Nothing too particular about it. Uh, you'd probably take it as something like a uh, vegetable stew with a uh, side of cooked meats that you can either dip in it or just have as the side. What kind of vegetables? Are we talking about like my swamp stews that don't turn out too well? Or are we talking about <laughs> beans and lentils? Well, it'd be more of a uh, definitely more of a lentil soup with some tomatoes. Split pea soup. After dinner, no, we're mm -hmm. going to take out a roll of parchment. You know, there's parchment that can be just sheets of parchment, and then you have the roll. Yeah. I'm going to take out, I have a couple of those. I'm going to take out one of the long ass rolls of parchment, mm -hmm. like two of them. And I'm going to use my. I've done it before. It's no longer a wand. Yeah, it is. My wand of magical inspiration. You can regress it back to a wand. Yeah, just by looks and everything, right? Yeah, I'm going to basically turn it back into my scribe. And in the top corner, I'm going to write, um, let's say, five. And on the other one, I'll write five. That way, whenever I write it, when it shows up on the, on the other one, mm -hmm. and I'll give one to my father and go, right now it's blank. But even if I am Astivar, when I write on this one, it will appear on that one. That is most intriguing. I'll take good care of this. It is a uh, way for me to stay in touch. Would I know by now if they can write and I can see it? There's a basically one way. It's one way. That's what I figured. So, it is a way for me to keep you informed on my well-being and my whereabouts. That would be nice. Very nice. Do you know I never meant to upset you? Well, you are older now and there's more learned. One day when you have family of your own, you'll understand the way I was and why I was that way. I'm sure I will. But at least now when I return home, I can provide life that is better. Yes. Perhaps we even move to the more uh, higher end of town. Mm, possibly. I mean, it is quite sunny up there. Yes, and at least um, the money I leave will help with uh, expenses and food. It will do much for us, very, very much. So, leave them twenty thousand gold. <laughs> <laughs> they're rich. They're rich. They're rich. There's money everywhere. I will say, Mel's glad to see the change between how your father greeted you and how he's treating you now, because uh, that was sitting in some. Uh, um, one last thing before I go to bed, and I'm referring, I'm talking to whoever's still awake, so if my father or my mother, and I'm, I'm not sure if... Uh, Your brother would have gone to bed by now. Yeah, so to the two. I prefer Zatas. I still want my name, but I prefer Zatas. You don't understand. 
traveling men have their needs. Traveling people, you're your own person now. So that's fair. Um, Forgive us if we slip up. No, you're fine. Um, since you are a family, the reason why is the type of magic that I specialize in is given more powerful based on an individual's true name. You're not being hunted or anything, are you? No. But if I cast spell on, for instance, Ju, I know your true name. Hmm. If I use your true name when I cast, it make it more powerful. It is most uh, frightening. It can be, but it helps me keep myself and my friends safe. You're saying this in front of everyone? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so yep, you guys have everyone heard that. Except for Gregory who still passed the fuck out. I don't know. I would have assumed at some point that that would have taken him to the school so you could do a study. We might have dropped him off on our way. Yeah. I mean we talked about that at the end of the last session, so Yeah, so I had no idea such magics existed. They do. We will be more considerate about how we uh, identify you. Thank you. But at least now, all my friends know that my true name is Kaplan. Though one may regret using it. And I, <laughs> I, I, know, I know they're not at the table, but they know who I'm talking about. <laughs> What's going on? I was just, oh, um, since you were in there, mm-hmm. I just told my father and my mother in front of you guys that the type of magic I deal with has to do with true names. So if I know mm-hmm. your true name, I can make the spell more powerful. Mm. And my I did, good parents. And I did just acknowledge that my name is baloney in front of everybody, with the exception of Gregory and Nathalie. Right. And like good parents, they decided, okay, we'll start using your chosen name. Was so, it triggered by that last episode? And Ricky's over here writing that shit down, so. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to forget not to cross me. <laughs> Love you! <laughs> well, I, I tried to, just so that I have a record of it, I tried to remember when I learned of people's secrets. Yes. Uh, don't worry, don't worry. It's okay, I do know your true name, so you're right. <laughs> The only one in the group I don't know is Gregory. Gregory. Lucky bastard. And it's still probably Gregory. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> Maybe you'll find out. Yeah. And then after that, I'll stand, kiss my mom on the forehead, shake my father's hand, and go to bed. Of course, they return it, and they offer blankets to anyone in case the uh, guest room is not exactly to their liking, and reiterate so. You can adjust the temperature and the light in the room. So is it like everyone's yeah. in the same room other than Zataz, or...? Everyone but Zataz is in the same room. Zataz still has his bed in his brother's rooms. Damn, I'm broke. Give me money so I can take it away. The only money I had on me got robbed from me when I went down. Yeah, 
I have no money at all either. I had over, I had over five thousand platinum. Now I've only got five hundred. <laughs> Technically, in my bag is thirty thousand gold, but that was for something. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it didn't get stolen from me. I don't know if the. Uh, 563 gold pieces, 141 silver, and one copper, and 51 plat survive with the house burning. So well, all the, the gold, all the money is there. It might be melted together, but it would still be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if fire is hot enough to melt. It's hot enough to melt copper. Um, prob- pro- probably platinum, because platinum has a low melting temperature. Yeah. It probably mm-hmm. wouldn't melt the gold or silver. Yeah, those those have super high melting points. But they would still have their value. They just wouldn't. Yeah, they'd plat- probably just be melting. Yeah, together. platinum has a fairly low low melting t- melting temperature, which I was surprised about. I also lost the uh, corrupted tools <laughs> and uh, the bloody rag from the bloody clothing from uh, Farah. Oh, that was so bloody. <laughs> I'm about to spend five hit die. That's all the hit die I have. All mine are spent. Every time I have. My ability uses them, so. Nice new costumes going. But I do have the potions that let me regain hit the hit die. Like the new costume? Yeah, the one that E wore. It's like the. Oh, the, yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. you. I stored that at the house. You used it all the so way to. So I'm gonna go hit die for the night, for the short rest. Awesome. I'm spending all my remaining hit die. Maybe, I can't remember. I'm pretty sure you used it on the Please way to die. Okay. And it's the hit die plus my con modifier, right? Mm-hmm. Per die. Yes, you did. You per die? Yes, it's always done that. Pretty sure of it. Well, for with every right. one you burn, you add your con to it. Because we were in Ithel's house. Yeah, it's what? always been like that. Okay, that's 20. Oh, uh, yeah. You at least have eight. That's why hit die are so useful. And melt feather. It's a more powerful potion. 30. Terry's teddy, uh, magical teddy bear. Um, 37 hit points I just gained. I thought it was like if you roll five, yeah, you only get your gun up for, for the total. Nope, it's supposed to be per dice. Okay, so I just gained 37 hit points. So what am I at now? That's 45. Yeah. 52. Oh, yeah, did More than me. Hmm? Did you want us to do a song of rest if we use a hit dice? Or? That's up to you. I only have five, I just spend them all. So you get an additional. Trey Albany and uh. <laughs> Sing a lullaby to everyone. I think it's a D8. But I'm also not in the same room as you. Mm. I'm in my room. I play through the wall. <laughs> you play it through the wall. What does. Are you going to play that? A message. Yeah, just give me a second. Okay. I think it's a D8 or D10, but I think it's a D8 because it levels up very slowly. So I had it should be the same as your Bardic Inspiration. No, it's not. It's something different. D8. It's a D8. D8. So okay, so add an additional D8 to it. I had 15, I gained 37, and I had an additional D8. I don't think it's plus anything, it's just a D8. Yeah. Gain an additional 8. So, 5. Oh, wait. That does go up to D8 on level 9, though. Do I just have that D8 or that song rest be a D8 or still D6? It would go up. Okay. Because okay. okay. technically a future. So. so I am at exactly 60 hit points. I think with how confusing it's all, I mean, he's going to stop letting us do any of the leveling until he can arrest. Yeah. Starting at 10th level? Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, it, it's just, just, just so I kind of have an idea of how 
The next one's gonna work. Yeah, the next one is I will tell you that you'll have level up at the end of a long rest and you just gain everything. Okay. That way it's less confusing. Gotcha. Kinda makes sense. So it's take a long rest all the time then until Well for the moment, uh, let's go ahead and take a little break, get some pizza in the oven, and we'll get the Three oh four. Getting back to it, it's coming to the morning of the twenty first. No, twenty second. Why do I put down the twenty one there? Of course, in Astavar, it's coming to the night. Yeah, so it's in our place. It'll be the night of the 22nd. They're 12 hours different. So if we're coming up on nightfall of the 21st here, it'll be the morning of the 22nd. We're coming to the next day now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, 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 okay. You all would understand that you're probably going to have to leave the night of the uh, second or third night to get back. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, it's coming to the morning, y'all hearing the... Okay. <laughs> what was the previous timestamp? Previous timestamp was 3.04.10. Okay, it's 3.05.12. So there must have been a little bit of... Okay. Mm-hmm. So we woke up at things on the laptop. <clears throat> it's fine. If you scoot or just, or just back, all tab out of that program so it doesn't, it's not highlighted. Yeah. We're minimizing it, so it'll be okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it won't, it'll, it'll still report just fine. I'm sorry, guys. It's okay. Fine. It's fine. Let's, just reca- let's just recap the past couple of minutes just in case. Yeah. I woke up, I discovered nutrition bars. They're vegan. Yeah. Vegan yeah. nutrition bars. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mel's asleep still, and Ricky's checking up on mm-hmm. them. I asked my mother to... Uh, Prepare some for when we travel. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've already noticed that your father and your eldest brother <coughs> left for the yeah. day. Well, just in case anything was missed, there's that. <laughs> I killed him, Ricky. It's okay. And you felt terrible for it. Right. It was worth it. Yeah. It's okay. I killed Ithilin. I'm sorry. <laughs> Try setting it up like this. <laughs> Alright, you guys. Well, you do that, you're breaking this phone. I've got five anyway. No, it's good. No, well, it's he's, good. he's getting a new one anyway, so. Is it? No, it's good. Let's go outside and play golf. It's good. It's very oh, yeah. sturdy. Yeah, there you go. Now you're not on the keys. Yes. Also. It's good, man. Yes. You're good. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Okay. I have to be a Getting back to Ricky and Meliodas. Maybe we're going to go check on Mel as he's snoring away. <laughs> um. I feel like he's going to sleep for like a long time. With as bad as he is this time. Step out. <sighs> Gosh. He's I'm glad I didn't yell on last podcast. He's going to check on him without without trying to wake him. Trying to yeah, trying to wake him. So Easy I'm going to, I'm going to roll a um should I roll a sleight of hand? Okay. An advantage oh. because Mel is out. Or side of hand and medicine. So this is for the side of hand, and I'm gonna give myself guidance. Guidance. That one plus one from the guidance. Let's say fourteen. Um, that is a total of twelve plus uh, side of hand is fourteen. And you said, did you... 
Not in the net one, but to get he said he'd roll a fourteen. Uh, that's enough as Mel is quite comfortably out. Okay. Uh, I'll do my medicine check once again with guidance. Sixteen. <laughs> you, you actually, hold on. This is eight and eight at sixteen. <laughs> what the fuck? You have a superpower. Start using it more often. Be <laughs> careful. Superpowers can backfire. <laughs> Not one. Not 20. That's 14. <laughs> 14 again. Oh, shit. It's like the number 21. It's everywhere. <laughs> what are you rolling? Uh, well, this is good. <laughs> 13, 14. Alright, so I rolled sanity, so I got a 14. 18. I rolled 12 plus 2. Maybe it only works for Ricky. <laughs> no, it works for me. You can tell his condition has significantly improved, at least physically. I mean, his leg has been completely sealed over with skin from those odd injections that were given to him. And that his complexion seems a lot more healthier. Many of his bruises and injuries have already begun probably healing over and closing. Um, his wings still look pretty rough, though. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, slowly, and he's going to spend a, a lot, as much extra time as needed. He, Ricky is going to redo his, his bandages, so he's going to use the healer's kit on him. So, Mel's going to be sleeping for the next four hours. I'm just going to leave y'all some time to do whatever it is you like. You do know that the uh, seamstress is going to probably be uh-huh. ready with the adjusted equipment and clothing y'all. So how far from where my house is would um, Fredrickson live? Uh, from what you remember, it's about a 20-minute jaunt. Kind of, you know, just a few streets up. Okay. Um, Ricky. Would you want to come with me to see Fredrickson? Um, yeah. Double guys. Nice. Nice. Just Ricky? Yeah, you too. Oh, sure. Yeah, we, yes. we let Evelyn, or Malevolus, rest. Come back and check on him to go get the clothes. Sounds good. That, sounds, that does sound good. Okay. Do I not already have, I already have the clothes, it's the armor. No, you don't have the clothes. They were getting, they were getting altered, remember? Oh. The clothes will be ready in the morning, the, alter, the armor in the evening. I'm still Mm-hmm. Right, so we'll head over to see uh, Fredrickson. <clears throat> Going over there, uh, finding his abode, much where you remember to do. Beat on the brass door, and the moment it opens, yes, uh, who, who was this? I can kind of think for a bit and it's scaring me. Uh, no. Just. Ah, come on. Pulls you into a hug. It's been forever. Just, it has been some time. I just have to say, okay, he's bald, he's blue. 
But I don't think he's changed that much. No. Is it just because you all look alike? Kind of. Okay. <laughs> I was like, why is Kind of. I mean, we're all bald and blue. This <laughs> is one of those things where, you know, minor complexion discrepancies, the way one carries themselves. Um, can we talk? Oh, yeah. Come in. Come in. And this is Evelyn. Hello. 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 Ricky. Hello. Nice to meet you. Uh, yes, come on in here. I'll get some uh, coffee on the kettle. Oh, coffee sounds nice. Absolutely. He invites y'all in and sit down as he quickly rushes over into the kitchen and gets a bit of pot boiling. So, uh, what can I uh, do for you? It's been years. So, I hear you are sergeant of the guard. Well, some guard. Uh, yes, recent promotion, actually, excursion on the uh, lower levels. Uh, it appears that some uh, beings of the Underdark have wandered up and it was rough. But we got through it. Our captains and superiors sought to see fit to promote a few people, and I was lucky enough to make the cut. Does Velsantis still have uh, mercenaries? Mm-hmm. We still do. There's never really a shortage of them. We're looking to hire a few. Just. Mm. Should I be asking why? Trouble in Mendeleev. It's on, um... Castabar. Yes. <laughs> There's just a, another continent that we went traveling to. Yes. Oh. That's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I know there's a few locations you can go and uh, see about hiring a few. Mm-hmm. I never recommend it. They're always selling themselves to who pays more. Well... Let's just say in this situation, there will be no problem. That's good. Uh, what, uh, what type of group are you looking for? So I can at least help narrow you down a little bit. Trustworthy? Well, that's uh, already... Hard fighting. Hard fighting is a little bit better. That's something to work with. Hmm. Are you want them? Are you going to be supplying equipment or do they need their own? They need their own. They need their own. That does. Hmm. What is going to be the... Um, well, what are you using them for? Because, <laughs> I mean, I can recommend some good scouts. A war. A war. Now, I may be shooting in the dark here, but are you looking for, like, a shock troop? Something that hits hard and out quickly? Yes. I do know a few mercs that might be affordable for that. Well, let's just say my budget is... Um, 5,000 gold. 5,000 gold. Uh, we'll probably need them for about maybe two weeks at most. I know a few groups that fit within that budget quite comfortably. I know another one that might be a little tight, but... I would prefer people I know, but mm-hmm. you work for the guard, so... Yes, and much of the guard there not going to be leaving the city anytime soon with the... <coughs> Current issues on the uh, western side of the city. That's not important right now. Um, Mercs are your best bets, without a doubt. You can pay them, and they're at least as good as they're worth. I know you, Vidalkins. Are they Vidalkins as well? I know you, Vidalkins, usually use the guns or whatever. But do they also. Are you also proficient in, like. Are they proficient in, like, melee combat? Because I think most. 
most people they fight are all melee or they use magic, so. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, uh, most mercs are very proficient in uh, close, uh, close quarters combat. With knives, blades, grenades, whatever works with them. <coughs> okay. Uh, the city of Mindelief is it a civil war. Oh, wow, that sounds like quite the mess you've got yourself wrapped up into. Yes, there is someone who wants more power who is trying to kill the queen. Matriarchy. Wow. There's only one city like that. There's one country left like that here in Libya. Um, <clears throat> well, I mean, the only other thing is, uh, I'm assuming you're what, going to be hopping a boat? No. Back? No? Teleport. Oh, 